Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. A volcano exploded on planet Bezoic, launching particles of rock into space. One of these asteroids was captured by the squadron and brought to our labs. We were investigating these blobs as proof of cereal life on other planets when we discovered that they actually contain eggs to an evil cereal-eating creature from another dimension. We call them Flemoids. are exposed to nutritional substances. The eggs hatch. Preposterous! We have a nutritional development center in the caverns of Bezoic. They're growing fruit and vegetables, and they haven't had any trouble. General, two days ago we lost contact with Bezoic. We can only assume the Flemoids have taken over. To make matters worse, we have found that conventional weapons seem to have no effect on flamoids. We need a volunteer to fly to the caverns of Bezoic and attempt a rescue of our citizens there. That's ridiculous! What soldier would be fool enough to enter a cavern full of unstoppable flamoids from another dimension? By recalibrating the phase frequency of our soldiers to match that of our transporters, we can send the flamoids back to their own dimension. We need a volunteer. I'm from Czech Squadron, and I volunteer. The message just repeats. Regret, regret, regret. Catch it. Any idea what it means? Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth. And we most definitely regret the Corps just blew up our raggedy ass fleet. Hoorah! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of The Dearly Debated. I'm your host, Greg, the legend of Prims. It's me, Nathaniel Levinson. Is, <laughs> we, and, and our moderator, as always, Jason, uh, the Spartan Daniel. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we had some trouble getting this thing set up, guys, so we're really anxious to talk we, about you this You guys topic. just sat there and laughed at me, screaming at my, <laughs> screaming at, <laughs> at my computer. Nathaniel pretty much does. spent an hour getting this thing ready to go. We yep. love him. We, we were thankful it's for just, him. And, and the thing is, it's so trivial, because we don't need the soundboard. I mean... But we need the... To, just, just like... <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the same if we didn't have it. Alright, so like always, we're going to start off... I am. As always, we're going to start off with This Week in History, maybe. Hit us. Hit us. For the week of June 8th, in 1966, the AFL and the NFL announced they would merge, leading to the first Super Bowl that happened in 1966, but it would be years before the teams officially completed the merger. The rocky start was attributed to the decision of having the Super Bowl be a soup-themed cooking contest 
judged by John Madden rather than an actual football game. This was changed in the following year for Super Bowl One star for real this time. Incidentally, the winners were the Detroit Lions with a, a fantastic French onion soup. That's a lot. That's in a 1949, lie. George Orwell's 1984 was published, ironically. Georgie O, as he liked to be called, was, of course, completely off-base about society, becoming a big brother dystopia, and became a laughingstock. Uh, in 1973, Secretariat was the first Triple Crown winner in 25 years. In his victory interview, Secretariat said, Boy, am I looking forward to being a stud and not glue. That was a way better joke than you guys acted. Um, <laughs> all right, so what are we talking about today, I like the other parts better. Okay, so today's topic, um, really excited about. We're talking about video games today, I think. I think we all three are actually super into video games and in, com- yep. in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to how this all meshes, kind of how we're going to sit in our own little little sectors of like the video game world and you know, definitely uh, kind of predicting some overlap to happen mm-hmm. here, so... Well, let's just hope it doesn't get out of hand and then just like... Yeah, I, I don't... <laughs> if it gets to that point, you can just play sound bites the rest of the, the podcast. All right, Jason. As All right. always, he's going to try to keep us on track. Why don't you hit us with our first topic here? All right, so we're going to start it off really simple. What is your first experience with video games? First game you played, things like that. What got you into gaming? Gosh. Um... I can remember we got a computer <laughs> way back when, like a, like a desktop computer, and it had it had like asteroids and tanks and something else. It's really basic games. And the first actually computer game we got for it was a, a, a car racing game called Pod. Um, oh, you showed me the intro. Yeah, I showed you the intro. It's a, it's a really <laughs> neat intro. You know, it has like this whole backstory, like the planet's blowing up, and you know, there's only one there's only one ship left, like to, to transport people off. And I guess in the meantime, people had just been using parts of, of, of abandoned cars and, and changing them into, like, superpower vehicles to race them around the empty streets of From my understanding, planet. they were like, we're going to have a race, and the winner of the race gets to get off the planet, I think was the... It was, it was like they were racing towards the transport. It's as if they, like, landed the transport in a field. Oh, thank you. And then, and then they were like, oh, like... You know, you just got to race towards the field where the transport is sitting, I guess. I don't know. The, the logic really wasn't there, but it was a really fun game. Um, I was also really young. It's really not my first experience getting into and playing a video game. We got a Nintendo 64 when I was, like, 8, and we got Donkey Kong 64, and that was the real first, like, video game, video game I played, and I was actually the one sitting down and playing it. We got four controllers, I've got three siblings, so all four of us would play multiplayer shootout, and... Yeah, that was my, my first experience really into the video game world, and I, I loved I still love that game. And it was real glitchy, and people go back and beat on it. But like, <laughs> Have it's you watched speedruns? It's, it's like the, the most... speedruns just make me so mad because that game <laughs> took me like over 100 hours to beat, and these guys are like, 37 minutes, it's done, you just hop through the wall. And like, there's so many. You just literally game. swim mm-hmm. through the sky, and then you win. Yeah. Um, so for, my, for me, my, so I have a couple things that I remember. So my dad worked for a software company called The Learning Company that was owned by Broderbund that made edutainment software. So um, the ones that, that I remember liking the most was, uh, it was a group of games based on one main character called the Super Solver. And so it was like the Super Solver and he would have to go and like outnumbered and you had to go solve math problems to somehow help the situation. Midnight Rescue where you would do like these little logic puzzles to do, before Ma- before the evil villain Morty Maxwell could make the school disappear. Like his whole, okay, his villainous plan was to paint the school with invisible paint so kids wouldn't have to go to school. That that was his villainous plan. I don't know actually why. 
He was going. I'm literally. He was going to turn the school. And so when you lose, oh, it lays like, like paint so, so the he, school with oh, invisible paint, so, so the school would so disappear school to, okay. and no one could go to school. That was his evil plan. You made it sound like the paint itself was invisible, and therefore he was just slapping a bunch of nothing. It was a clear coat. Um, <laughs> it's what I was imagining. I'm like, why are they not going uh, to school? But, but this company also made coronavirus. So I grew up on Carmen okay. San Diego as well, like Carmen San Diego and Oregon Trail and that thing. Yeah. And then there was a, a friend of the family, we would borrow their Super Nintendo. Mm. And um, and then the, the a family that would babysit me all the time, they had a Nintendo. So I grew up on like Nintendo and Super Nintendo and these edutainment games. Eventually, I'm not going to jump ahead to the console question, but that's, that's what I grew up on, was yeah. these crazy edutainment games, Chex Quest, which we've talked about. Oh and Chex uh, Quest. <laughs> Checks quest. We'll get Chex into that later. The best. I'm, I'm using that as my intro. That's that. A hundred percent. You heard the intro to Checks Quest before this podcast. <laughs> so it's so That's gonna happen. It's so good. <laughs> we had a lot of fun bonding over that. All right. Okay. Well, uh, earliest thing I remember playing video games was we got an NES, and I played uh, Super Mario World Three. Mm. Super and Mario Brothers Three. Super Mario Brothers Three. Okay, yeah. Um, Which I, yeah, you could you could fly around and it was amazing. Yeah. And then amazing, yeah. Uh, when I really got into video games, though, uh, was when we got a Sega Genesis, and mm. I remember playing a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog two, mm-hmm. and there was no surprise here a Batman the Animated Series video game that I think I played the most out of everything for of most of my early video gaming years. Mm-hmm. If you haven't caught on by now, Jason's a huge Batman fan, so... A little bit, a little bit. I mean, I think, I, think, I think Batman's my favorite superhero. Anyways. The thing is, he really is a lot of people's superhero. Like, I mean, how do you See, not the thing like is, Batman? I, I love... We're going off topic. Give me yeah. ten seconds off topic. Go. I love the whole spectrum of Batman. I love the serious... Gritty Batman, but I also love the Adam West super campy, yes. the original 40s where he's literally mm-hmm. killing people. Like, it's better for me to kill these monsters than to let them live. Um, that's literally like, the, I went back to the first issue of Batman, and it's Hugo Strange shows up immediately and made these monsters. And so Batman, like, hangs one from a plane. Yep. Like, ties a noose around his neck, and a plane flies off and hangs, and it's like, oh, well, that it was better for that monster to die than for him to live in suffering. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, Batman doesn't kill people. I'm like, yeah, get off me. I'm, I'm not like Zack Snyder, like, of course Batman kills people. I'm like, no, no, no. But yeah, Batman kills people. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, so All right hit us, Jason. <laughs> okay, Batman. so... So, jumping ahead a little bit, what, what would you guys say is your preferred console now? How do you guys play video games today? Primarily on PC, but I, I mean, okay... So I, you know, independent, not independently wealthy. I was about to say I'm independently wealthy. I'm <laughs> the furthest thing from independently wealthy, right? But I don't spend my money on, like, anything. So I have enough money to buy the video games I want because I have, like, no other fiscal responsibilities other than me. Mm. So, yay, go me. I make, you know, <laughs> incredibly low salary, but it's enough for me to, to buy whatever video games I want. But I would say primarily I play on PC, uh, mostly because Steam sales. Um, yeah. but, I, but I love my Switch. I love my PS4. Yeah, I, it's funny. I'm I'm opposite in the sense that like I'm always like I always consider it an investment to get a game, and I always tell myself I need to get a X amount of entertainment out of yeah. it, and that is never satisfied. And so <laughs> it's always hard for me to buy new games because I'm like I haven't really finished like NFL Street Two for the GameCube how, yet. How do you like, finish that though? Yeah, it, like, well, exactly. And, and, and this is my my psyche. This is what happens to me. And so what ends up happening is I never get rid of old games. I've got an N64 with like. 
20 games. I've got my Wii, Nintendo Wii that's got all my GameCube games, all my Wii games. Um, I've got a PlayStation 3 with a bunch of games. I've got a PlayStation 4 with a bunch mm-hmm. of games. I have a PC that's got all the old you know strategy games on there. Age of Empires, Galactic Battlegrounds. You have Steam? Uh, Bro, you have Steam. That, that's, that's where Steam I'm... I mean, like at $5. Yeah, like, well, that's, that's where I'm getting my PC stuff now. It's not the old CD discs because yeah. they just don't... Like, there's they not even the disc imports right. anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um... Honestly, I play those games more than anything. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. only recent game that I've just kind of gotten bonkers about was Fortnite, and I, and I, I don't anymore. <laughs> it's been it's been you know it's four dead. months. Fortnite's yeah, dead. it really it really has died. Like the last four months, I haven't been on Fortnite, um, but I was hardcore into that for two years, and it was primarily for the communal aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess back to the console question. I always grew up a Nintendo guy. It was just like mm-hmm. my cousins; they did the PlayStation thing. And then we did an Nintendo mm-hmm. thing. We had the GameCube, or we had, we had the N64. They got you know the PlayStation One. We got the the GameCube. They got the PS2. We got the Wii. They got the PS3. And it was at that point for me, as I got older, and I realized I'm like I don't want to be doing jumping jacks while like I'm playing you know <laughs> like, like like Animal Crossing. Like I'd rather just be sitting on my butt playing video games. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo realized that too. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it, it, it lost like really quickly. I was like, oh, the Wii, so you know, we're just swinging. And then I'm like, nope, don't want to do this anymore. Like, real quick. And also, just the games became a little more mature. On the, the PlayStation side, and, and they they started to get almost like de- digress to more like because you can play the GameCube, and there are some pretty serious games. There's M-rated games, like but mm-hmm. you get to the Wii, and it's like even, even like NF like you play Madden for the Wii, and like they all look like cartoon characters. And it's like it's almost like they're intentionally making it a little more kid friendly, and that was their aim. But it went away for me, and that's why the next console I got wasn't the Wii U. Um, I still don't have a Wii U or a Switch, and I just I switched over and I got the PlayStation Four. Doing, <laughs> you know, it's just PlayStation. Uh, they appealed to who I was as a person. Now that I'm getting older, so yeah, that's mainly what I'm doing these days: PlayStation and PC. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I play almost primarily on uh, an Xbox One now, and that's just because it's pronounced Xbox. Kind of a similar thing. I grew up. I played. We had all different kinds of consoles. It was basically whatever you know. My dad could pick up a few years after they initially came on sale for <laughs> right, parents. Right, yeah, right. so. Um, you know, we had, like I said, we had the NES, then we had a bunch of Sega, Sega consoles, and then um, ended up doing, uh, everybody's got to have a few Nintendo consoles, had a GameCube, um, had a play- PS1, PS2, and then I got an original Xbox when one of those PS1s died. Oh, I love the original Xbox. And basically, all of my friends were playing games on Xbox, so from there on out, that's pretty much what I did. We would pick up the Nintendo console every few years. We played the Wii. Um, I have a Switch now. I love it, but I primarily end up playing most of my games on Xbox uh, just because, you know, that's that's what I've been playing for a long time. They give me free games every month just for, you know, having the service. And That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. What is y'all's uh, favorite game? <sighs> Such a hard question. Because I can think of a lot of favorite well, games. Okay, it, if I was to just go best game of all time, Super Mario Bros. 3. Okay. That's, that's just like my that, I love that game I could sit down and play the game anytime in college me and my friend who, who brought his Nintendo would try to beat the game as fast as we could with warp whistles we'd get down to like under 20 minutes and so we, what we would do like it became a ritual it'd be a long week of school and then we'd smoke hookah drink and try to beat Mario. <laughs> and then, obviously, as we were drinking, it got our, our times got worse and worse and worse. <laughs> but it was so much fun. I mean, it's hard to not go with the Legend of Zelda. Um, like the Ocarina of Time is 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 up there 
obviously uh, among critics it's like being one of the greatest games ever if not the greatest game ever i played ocarina of time after i played uh twilight princess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i loved the twilight princess because until now when we got you know we have the uh what's the the newest uh, breath Breath of the wild Wild. uh that was like the most like i i I just dug the new graphics like like, i thought that was Mm -hmm. so cool that was that was an aspect that zelda never really pushed that nintendo really didn't even like i said like they kind of went from like kind of moving in the same direction PlayStation was, and then they're like, oh, let's just like become really kid-friendly. And then you had Skyward Sword, and you had... Um, and then I think there was... Yeah, it was Skyward Sword after that that was the Wii one that wasn't very popular. No. And, the, the, again, the graphics just seemed a little more, like, drawn. And, and, and Into the Wild, Breath of the, or Breath of the Wild... Into the Wild. Breath of the Wild. It's got the same thing, and this is why I look back at Twilight Princess, and I'm like... It seems like the coolest one, right? Like I felt yeah, cool I, I, for liking. Can I? Yeah, that was can a I fun one. Something. Yeah, I never finished it because I got I like opened up Ganon's oh, castle, it's so and then cool. I went to college, so it, I never actually finished it. It was like, in my opinion, because I mean, you can go back and play the old ones, but it's still, kind of, like, you're kind of like this pixely like elf character, and it's a little cheesy. But when I played the one for the GameCube, when I played, um, or I guess I guess it was technically for the Wii, it came out, but it was for the GameCube as well. That's when I played. Mm-hmm. When Twilight Princess came out, it just seemed like. Like I felt cool for playing it. It's like, really I was, good. I was it was like, really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was excellent. Uh, I, I have another confession to make. Wind Waker is my favorite Legend of Zelda of all time. Now, admittedly, I have not Breath of the Wild. I've gotten as far as getting off the in, in the initial plateau. <laughs> so I put like I played that game for like half an hour. Um, Ocarina of Time. I, I I think I'm in Great Deku Tree. So I never I never had an N64. Right. So GameCube. I played was it on the first the Wii. Nintendo I it system. On the Wii, GameCube was the first Nintendo system I owned. So I never, I never played Ocarina. I didn't grow up with Ocarina. I didn't, I, you know, I had friends who played Ocarina and Majora's Mask, but I didn't really. Wind Waker was the first, well, the second Legend of Zelda game I ever played. Link's Awakening was the first on game. If, you, if you're fine with the graphics, Wind Waker. I love that. I love yeah. that cel shaded. I thought it was great, and I yeah. loved the sailing. Assassin's Creed. When we talk about sequels, Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Four, best Assassin's Creed because it's like, yeah, it's an Assassin's Creed game, but you get to be a pirate and it's awesome. Yep. Yeah. I, I, and I'm literally just standing around in my head, just da 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 da, and I get to stab people, so it was awesome. But yeah, no, I'd say Legend of Zelda in that reverse order of Twilight Princess and then Ocarina of Time for me is is best one too. So if I if I if you force me to pick a modern game, I would probably say Bloodborne. Okay. Uh, I just love. I put so many hours in the game. It was because I love the whole Dark Souls, but for me, Bloodborne clipped the most. Yeah, for me, um, I think I just have to go with the game that has I've just keep going back to and uh, have played probably the most out of any game ever, and that is the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Mm. Oh, Skyrim's a good game. It's uh, I've played through it uh, originally on the Xbox 360, and then they came out with the remastered version with mods and things on the Xbox One. Right, and right. I. I tried earlier this week because I'm playing it again right now um, to go back and see how many hours collectively on the different versions I've played, Ooh, and I'm kind of glad I can't. That way <laughs> I'm really glad I can't. But I just love the the meme of the Skyrim's been released on literally every like it's on the Switch now. No, let's re-release Skyrim again. I, I'm gonna be honest. I love Skyrim. I thought it was definitely a better game than Oblivion, but mm-hmm. my I, I really liked Oblivion because when when I played Oblivion, I played the crap out of it. I obviously did like everything before I beat it, and then I was like, summoning is OP because if you if you get summoning if you do summoning right, you can summon like Daedric lords mm-hmm. and they're invincible. And so I was like, I wonder how far you can get only leveling summoning. So I made a new character. I made him give him the highest whichever character class of the highest magic stat. I called him Black Jesus. And 
literally only leveled summoning, did exactly the right quest lines to be able to summon a Daedric Lord, went to the arena, like the high-level arena, at like level 5, and just backwards bunny hopped while summoning Daedric Lords and beat the whole thing. And I was just like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I loved Oblivion. Yeah. The Elder Scrolls games were fun because you would find ways to just like... Break them. Break them. Like <laughs> I have a great example of a game that tried to be Elder Scrolls and did it badly. Um, it's called Two Worlds, which you've never heard of. The first one is infamous for being able you can beat the entire, you know, incredibly long RPG in five minutes. Because you meet the final boss in the first village that you meet. You're not supposed to know he's the final boss, even though when you look at his character model, you're like, no, that's the final boss. <laughs> he's like, he's got like evil, he's got huge armor and this evil hood, and he talks like this, he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. like no, dude, you're clearly a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but you can actually, they patched it out, but in the original build of the game, you could attack him, and of course, he'll attack you back. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to the village and stand in the village and let his fireballs hit you, they'll explode, hurt the villagers, and the villagers will be like, what the hell, man? And go and just beat the shit out of him, and you win. You win the game. Because the game's like, hey, the final boss just died. You must have beaten the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're in the very first five minutes. It's, watch the speedrun. It's hilarious. It's literally a five-minute speedrun. The final boss gets killed by villagers, and then it cuts to the final, the ending cutscene. <laughs> like, it's amazing. But, 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 but the second one was also really bad. Like, it, I, it made no sense... And the, the, what was frustrating about the game was it was so unclear if you were strong or not. Well, you, like, you played these games? I played these games. Mm-hmm. Never. I, I beat the first one. I didn't beat the second one. I beat the first one by cheating. Because the, the, these go. games both had the problems of you get to an area and just get your the floor wiped. And you're like, what am I supposed to do now? And it's totally unclear. They, they were bad. But I do remember there was one boss that was kicking my ass. She was at the top of a lighthouse. And so I'd run up and she would try to blackmail me. And I'd be like, nah, ho. Blackmail you? Yeah. What kind of a game is this? <laughs> it's an RPG. She, yeah. she wants something from you, and I was like, nah, let's fight. And she would just beat the snot out of me. Because I would try to like lure her down to the lighthouse and like shoot her with arrows, and then she would just run around a boat and kill me. Oh, and then on the fourth the or fifth try- time I'm trying it, I, I'm like, okay, so I aggro her, I run down the stairs, it's like an inner, it's a spiral staircase inside the lighthouse. I'm running down, and I just see her go, go near running, and she like ran off the ledge and just fell to her death. I was like, what? How did this happen? Whoa. And I, I, I was just like, so yep. <laughs> but these games were terrible, and it, it really shows how much effort you had to put in to make Oblivion and Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls series, work. Because when it's not done well, it's bad. And even when it's done well, those games are really glitchy. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. incredibly so. Um, I will say, just like an honorable mention. The other game that popped into my head, again, big comic book guy, is the uh, Spider-Man 2 movie video game, which uh, I, l- I played so many hours in that just because the only thing that was really good in it was web swinging, but they made it so much fun. I mean, games like that... Ultimate like, Spider-Man yeah. on GameCube, which nobody that was also really also good. did a really good job with that. And you got to be Venom. And you got to eat people. Spider-Man yeah. games are just... Like, like, like he's, he's just one of those guys. It's like, like this is yeah, but then like all the subsequent, subsequent games after that, they were like, "What's Spider-Man known for? Web swing? Nah, combat." Yep. Bruh. Okay. Bruh. Let's move yeah. on. Okay, and uh, just going completely opposite direction. What is the worst game you've ever played? Nathaniel, I know off the top of my head when I, when I know is, is it one that I've introduced? It's not one. Okay, that all right. Well, then go, go, go. Okay, the worst game, hands down, that I've ever played is the Beyblade GameCube game. Oh, that just sounds awful. <laughs> now, why would you even... Do, why would I do that? Somebody because, con you into buying no, it? No, because... Uh, no, because 
so my boys are were, were like into Beyblade, and, and even my little brother was into Beyblade. It was fun. It was really mm-hmm. fun to just let it rip. I never watched the show. I never got into let the lore. But I was like, one day I was like, oh, let me just download the Beyblade game. We actually had a copy. Now, I don't know where this came from because I didn't buy it. No one in my family bought it. I think it spontaneously grew in our GameCube game collection. <laughs> no one bought it. But it we, wasn't no Beyblade, one would admit to buying it. They just put the Beyblade in the GameCube and <laughs> yeah, turned it on. I actually, we actually had a physical copy of this. But this game is impossible to win. So, first of all, there's no manual. There's no manual on the internet. There's no clear. There's no tutorial. There's no instructions on what you're supposed to be doing. Every enemy has four. Like you go to the very lowest level enemy, and you cannot win because your initial Beyblade, I guess, is just garbage, and and it's completely unclear what you're supposed to do. The special attacks don't seem to do anything, and. I, I can't I can't describe how how annoying it was. It was almost like when we were playing that wrestling game, right? I was getting frustrated because I was like, I'm hitting buttons, but nothing seems to be happening. It's you totally were looking at the wrong character the whole time. Okay, I mean, not, not the whole time. But there were definitely times where like, I beat the snot out of somebody, and then they got back up, and then they beat the snot out of me, and then I didn't get back up, and I was like, that's garbage. This, this whole time he was looking at the wrong I label. thought we actually... But this was like the this was like the highest level of, I'm mashing, I'm pressing all the buttons... And it's not doing anything. It's been, like nothing I do has any effect on the game. What is the point? Like, what is happening? It's just terrible. But two worlds games, bad. Also very bad. So it's it's funny. When I was a kid and I'd get a video game, like I never understood whether it was a bad or a good video mm-hmm. game. I just knew that, that was one of the video games we had, and so I needed to play it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, yeah. And so like I, there are plenty of games. That I'm sure are just terrible. Like I'll go to like a GameStop or like an old vintage video game store, and I'll see like one of my old like Nintendo 64 GameCube games that's like 70 cents, and like somebody just take this, and I'm like original. I'm like, well, I love that game. Turtles. really weird, off you know whatever. Um, but for me, I mean, like, so like there was there was a game called Smuggler's Run for uh, the GameCube, just a game you probably never heard of, and this game had very little going for it. Right, <laughs> you just could pick different cars. And you're essentially making like like transporting goods like in like the military. So all the locations are like Vietnam and all these different places. And all the cutscenes were live action. Like they were like live action. <laughs> game. So it, it would just be like, you know, horrible acting and these guys with glasses like, Do you have the package? Like drop it off here at the second <laughs> location. And but the thing is though, like like I said, growing up I loved that game because we would just find really creative ways to, to like play like the free drive mode where you just drive around in like the mm-hmm. wilderness with three cars and you play tag. Um, so I, I wouldn't really put it as the worst game I've ever played. There was a, a, a <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> so, so, so there was a um, uh, oh, what's what's the what's the Hercules? There you go. There was a, a Hercules the um, the Disney movie. There was a game uh-huh. for the computer that we got. That same store that you're saying it was like. By the time you got to the second level, so the first level is like training, right? It's like the, it's the little imp dude mm-hmm. that's like training you, and he's like, "His name is Phil." Okay, so Phil's training you, and you get through that level, and the second one, you're going through the forest, and you have to fight the centaur. Do you remember that in the movie where he like he like he uppercuts the big centaur that's 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 yeah that's you know keeping track of whatever the chick's name is. And and so every time you know you get to the first level, and then you get through the second level to to get to him, 
and there was just nothing you could do and there was no you know it's back in the day so there's no like you can't just google how to win this game there's no instructions you're hitting every possible button on the keyboard to do anything and, and no, literally nothing all the punches don't do anything else. And, and so you just walk around and you get killed and i played that game so many times to get through the first level to get to that part and to die and it just every time i, I would just be so frustrated and it, it, it killed me it was it was just the worst. I mean, and I—I I, I guess eventually I broken. I don't even know. I, I guess what you're saying is, yeah, it literally was. And I hated. I hated it for that reason. So the 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 Lion King games, that was a hard game, but it was well designed and it was fun. But boy, that was hard. I think for me, um, I I bought the uh, Superman Returns oh. movie video game. And it was a game was that was trying to be like Spider-Man Two. No, that was that's one of the when I got it was for Xbox. I think. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, you you could do all these great Superman things like fly around a city that had nothing going on in it. You could uh, rescue kittens from trees. Uh, the final boss of that game was a tornado. <laughs> no, <laughs> wow. that's amazing. I and that's, kind of, and that's, that's actually that's pretty cool. Sure. The best, the best thing that Not game like had going. Not like a tornado, just like an actual, like, like a tornado. Like physical, like oh my god, storm I mean, tornado. Throughout it, you had fought Lex Luthor, Metallo, Bizarro. You could play as Bizarro. That was one of the most fun things to do. Okay. You would try to destroy the. Did city. it reverse your controls? Uh, sadly, no. I don't think so. Inverted controls. And then, the um, but. I think one of the most disappointing things I ever had is uh, I got similar theming. Um, a friend of mine showed me the Xbox version of the X-Men Origins Wolverine game, Ooh. which was a lot of fun. The game itself, the movie was terrible. The game was a lot of fun. It's just the basic hack and slash kind of thing. But we had a Wii at the time, and my parents, for a uh, just as a gift, they bought me the Wii version of that game. Mm. Which was all about hack and slash, you know, you could see Wolverine like get damaged, then grow, like heal and all that kind of stuff. None of that. It was a completely different game, the Wii version of uh, that. So, so it was game. less of this. Every single one of them. They're like animals. And I slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> and it wasn't that. No, it was not that. But it was, uh. It was, it was more cartoony. It was very disappointing. That's actually how I ended up getting an Xbox 360. I went and returned ah, that game and Wii bought, and, and and bought the, uh, the we Xbox. Got him, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, played, I definitely played some bad games in my time. But really, that Beyblade one was the one that was like... It's... I don't understand. It's, it's funny now that you said <laughs> Superman. It totally jogged my memory. Um, there was there is a Superman Nintendo sixty four game. Oh, and, that one's bad too, dude. Okay, so like I, I was I was a kid once, and we would go and rent. Tell me more. Nintendo sixty four games, mm -hmm. and we went and rented this game. I remember putting it in the N sixty four, and me and my brother tried to play multiplayer, and it was like you were in these like triangle shaped spaceships. <laughs> And you just flew around shooting. It was like it was like a really off-brand Star Fox. And I was like, what? What is this? Like, like we didn't even buy games for single player. We'd buy them if they were multiplayer games, and that was it. We'd just be like, oh, a Superman multiplayer game. Let's play it and play against each other. And then it would just these tacos flying around in space, just like, just like, just like, just like it, it was so bad. Like, and like when we we took it back that day, like we went back home and we're like. Dad, we have to turn. We returned it and ended up getting a Bugs Life game, uh -huh. which was surprisingly which was much better. better. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, that sounds less like you bought a Superman, like a terrible Superman game, and more like you bought a really good Deadpool game. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know, I, took, I, t- I tore the paper off and it was a Deadpool face five. Yeah, going, uh, you know, we're kind of doing a roller coaster here. Favorite game, worst game. Now, what is the best game series to you guys? What's your favorite? Uh... It's not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, let, me just go, let, me just, let me just lay this on the table. Assassin's Creed has two asses in it for a reason. <laughs> there are really good games mixed in there. Yeah, the problem is that, like, you, in, you initially two, start... Okay, so it was funny, because I played one, and then I played two, and I was like, wow, two makes one look like a tech demo. And mm-hmm. then it was two again, and then it was two again, and then three was... And then four was awesome, and then it was like, okay, you, you peaked. Let it go. Well, the yeah. problem was that, like, it's a great, like, concept, right? Like, so, you, so you're, you're, you're gaming, and you get to the point where you, the PS3, where there's the biggest graphic jump, to the mm-hmm. point where you're, like, you're watching, like, video games at this point, and you're intrigued. They're awesome. I would argue the biggest graphics jump was from 16-bit to 64-bit. Uh, <laughs> like, I going from 2D to 3D. I don't know. I, th- I think the jump to, like, the Blu-ray versions, which is what you have, like, the Blu-ray level that we have on PlayStation 3, like, because there's a jump from PlayStation 3 to 4, but it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's not it's, that it's yeah. relatively much less. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you're on the PlayStation 3, and somebody's like, hey, there's this game coming out where you're literally, like, an assassin from back in, like, medieval times. Like, you're using a sword that you hide in, like, in your wrist. And, you, and it's like, okay, but, like, my, my, my whole point is, like, it, it's it's shrouded in, like, this is the, uh, the coolest thing ever. And I remember my cousin getting it because he was on the PlayStation and watching it and thinking, okay, this is the greatest game. You know, like, mm-hmm. now I'd play it some too. Super fun concept. But then they came out with one, like, every single year. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is just, like, how do they, where is this story? Okay. The, part, the part that made no sense to me was they were like, okay, now it's an RPG, so oh, you see that guy, that, that regular looking human being? If you stab him in the neck, he won't die. I'm like, I beg your pardon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> but I mean, I guess to try to get more on topic of the question, yeah, yeah, we so, lost into, so into, into Assassin's Creed. And now the uh, problem is the Legend of Zelda. I, I think has mostly good games, but they're not really continuations of each other. Well, it's true, and like he's got, they've got their fingers in a lot of pies. Where it's like, you know, you can also like the Smash series. He's, a, I mean, like he's a very popular character. Link is, and I mean, I think that's an obvious one, just because. Like they have quite a few on the whole spectrum of greatest games yeah. of all time. Like they have, a, they have a few that could be up there. I would say. Um, do you have? Do you have an answer for what you think is your best best uh, series? I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about question. it. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say I think so. I think Dark Souls, the tr- the trilogy. I mean, I, technically Bloodborne doesn't count. It's not a Dark Souls game. So if you could take Dark Souls one, two, and three. I think they're fantastic games, even though, like, I complain about 2, and I played it, like, five times. <laughs> like, I'm like, 2 is so bad. And then I play it, and I'm like, no, it's okay. It had some really good ideas, and did a bunch of things wrong. Um, and then 3 is just excellent. But they've impacted gaming so significantly mm-hmm. that Souls-like has become its own genre now. Like, they, they redefined, really, in, in a lot of ways, what video game storytelling can look like what video game combat and difficulty can look like mm-hmm. uh, and what video game multiplayer can look like then they're just really cool games and there's 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 they're really fun uh, yeah, I, uh, sorry go ahead go ahead Jason I was going to say, I think for a lot of the same reasons uh, the game series I go back to is Halo uh, which not is Call one <laughs> not Call of Duty <laughs> play Xbox for a reason guys mm. no. but uh and for a lot of the same reasons, that's a game that came out and really kind of changed a lot about what it meant to play multiplayer games, what it meant to play, like what a first-person shooter would look like. Uh, and then on top of that, 
uh, there's just a really good story woven in um, that keeps you like the campaign has a good story it's enjoyable kind of creates this universe that you can live in and the quality has you know gone up and down and in the last few years more down on the story side um, but no, the gameplay you know is still what, fun you know what really made Halo 5 go down they took out split screen co-op I agree that completely that was pretty classic me, yeah. oh, that pissed everyone off and then I pick up the, the Master Chief collection on PC and it has no split screen yeah. I'm like I beg your pardon that has literally been a staple of the series is split screen co-op so you mm-hmm. can play with your little brother but that's like all games are moving in that direction right? I know, like, but oh, like, kids don't actually have it. real friends but like people, we... <laughs> people don't have more than one ch- child <laughs> we just, we just yeah. want to be playing online with people well, people hated it so much in Halo Five that one of the first things they said about Halo Six or Halo Infinite and is yet, it's better. It's Halo on back. PC does not have it. Well, they do have it on the console version. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. But but to see, well, okay. The other thing they need to fix in Halo Two is why in Halo Two of all the Halo games on Legendary Co-op, if one person dies, everybody dies. And so I've never beaten Halo Two on Legendary. <laughs> like, I, I'm so angry about that. Oh, that's why my friends didn't let me play Legendary with them on Halo Two. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of the Halo series because I yeah. I had the original Xbox, so I played one and two all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I played three. But I didn't, like, I don't have a, a, you know, what was it, the Xbox 360? I don't have it anymore. And so I haven't been able to kind of binge it over and over again like I've been able to do the first two. But I did think about that series just because what I really got into, and something that I still do, and this is a real thing, like, I'll play land games of of Halo 1, 2-on-2 Catch the Flag on yeah. Blood Gulch. Like, yeah. it's it's still yeah. so classic, so, and it's such a good... So, so good... me and my brother, and then my next younger brother and his best friend, we, we, we'd always play... That we we play we would we would get together and we play all sorts of different things like co op Slayer free for all Slayer mm-hmm. but really what we would do is we would go to whatever the version of Blood Gulch was which for three was Valhalla mm-hmm. and we would play Capture the Flag yeah and it would be, be like one person on the mongoose and one person on the base and just like trying to get people with the laser yeah so we had we had the two two Xboxes so we would do two TVs in different rooms and yeah. link them through the yeah. through the rooms and, and that just felt like the coolest thing in the world because you know online play was kind of new and yeah. and it's still fun to do that um but if i had to go best series and i was excluding legend of zelda which i think is technically if i had to you know put money on something would be the best series um i'm gonna go really bold here because this is a new series i'm gonna be really really bold and then technically there's only one game out but i loved it so much well then it's not a series but the the next one's about to come out it's about fortnite Fortnite 2 no uh (laughs) the last of us i loved that game so much like i think the last of us because i think i think when you're talking about single player games, there's mm-hmm. two things you got to balance, which is the gameplay, is that enjoyable, and also is there a story that keeps you coming back and playing more. Yeah. And so I was a God of, a God of War fan, mm-hmm. but I started to get to the point where I was like, I'm really only interested in where the story's going. Like, like the, the gameplay kind of seems like I'm just mashing buttons and just slaughtering masses of hordes coming towards me and I'm just jamming. Like, there's a clear best combo, and I just continuously do that combo until they're all gone. And where it's like The Last of Us... It's super. It almost feels like a Splinter Cell, but it's almost like the gameplay fuses with with the story so well because it's like you're really in this zombie apocalypse era, and you're finding things to fashion together as weapons. If you only have a couple hits of each of your tools before they break, you're you, like you have a good idea of what certain zombies do and certain ones don't. It's all about stealth. It's all about getting through with minimal. You know, uh, you know, uh, assistance because you don't have a whole lot of tools. If you find a gun, you'll find maybe three or, or four bullets in it, but that's it. I mean, and you got to use them really wisely. And so it was just, and the story was like, 
I mean, I could have just watched the story as a movie. Yeah. Um, so I think those two aspects of it. I played it recently. Confession. I, I haven't finished it. I played like the first two levels. I am obsessed <laughs> with it, and right. so now the second one's coming out, and I just can't wait. And so it, it's bold for sure. Maybe the next one falls on its face, and it was just a good solo game. But I, I really liked it that much, well, honestly. You, you mentioned Splinter Cell, and that's pretty much my runner-up is yeah. because I love stealth-based games. Mm-hmm. I lo- one of the things that's really great about that is you know depending on how you play. You can play completely stealth. You can play, you know, not having, not killing anybody throughout mm-hmm. the whole games. Mm-hmm. You know, I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and there was, there was a game, or there was a level in the third one, which I think is uh, Chaos Theory Chaos that Theory. I played mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And it was just like you were like faking a bank heist. Yeah, that's a good level. It was just, it's probably one of my favorite things to go back, and I. I still have the game. Like sometimes I can still go back and yeah. play through that level again. So that that one went downhill fast. Like the first three are really good, and then they changed the style for conviction. And there was zero. There's zero stealth in conviction. Mm-hmm. It's literally just shoot everyone. Okay, and then you have like, hey, we'll shoot people for you, button. And then okay, and then the story was wrong. okay. This is gonna be like Ryan Johnson levels of, of storytelling. Mm-hmm. I, I can't keep Harbor him because nice that was so good. But you know what? That shot it was so bad. There we go. Boom. We have to every every episode. We have to mention have to how bad Johnson. the sequel trilogy is, and that JJ and Ryan are monkeys. That yep. Disney should not have paid so much money. Where was that? Right. So here's the story. Here's here's the the plan. So the vice president wants to uh, assassinate the president so he can become. No, 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 no. no. It's not this the vice president. Cell? Yeah, this is yeah. Splinter Cell. It's not wow. the vice president. It's bold. It's the head of Sam's spy organization is going to mm-hmm. kill the president, and that somehow lets him become the president. It's like this isn't. You're not conquering a kingdom. You kill the president, the vice president becomes. There's no. You're not in the line of succession. <laughs> was that, was that no the Allstate guy? Dude, wasn't the Allstate voice like like his was like main in dude in the GameCube version that I played? I can't remember the maybe, name of it. Maybe, but 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 here's the thing. Sam at this point, Sam Fisher, the main character, is like off in the middle of nowhere from after Double Agent or whatever that game was. Yeah, the Double game. Agent. And the only reason he gets... He's in a different... He's in a foreign country, undercover, has no intention of coming back to America. The only reason he gets involved with this plot is because the bad guy sends people to kill him. And that's the only reason he learns about the plot. And I'm like, why? Yeah, there's... they send people to kill him, and I think they kidnap his daughter, yeah, too, or they, something like that. Ooh, ooh, like, his daughter dies in the last <laughs> game, and they retcon that until she got kidnapped. Yeah. So <laughs> we dare you to come and stop us now. Like, did you do you guys ever get uh, into the double, 007 games? Those I mean, okay. those ended. I was but... gonna say, worst game ever. I might say Goldeneye. I hate that game. You're... I think that game is trash. What? Goldeneye. Every time I played it, I mean, like this game is garbage. I even when it, even when it was popular, I never liked Goldeneye. It really? Just, I can't. Okay, a lot it was of kind of like games. the first first person shooter multiplayer okay. game that kids yeah. played. Okay. And... I've talked I've talked about the Beatles. Not a fan of their music. I don't find them, I don't hate the Beatles, but I recognize what they did. I hate Goldeneye. I recognize what it did for multiplayer and for shooters. I find it unplayable. Just it's also really old, so it's I understandable. I, I, if you never played that. it back I, in the day, believe me, I get that. But I, I mean, that's, you can say that about that any game. old game where yeah. you're like, "Hey, why is there only, why is there only five pixels?" Totally well, it's an old game. There are a lot of old games that are totally playable. I find Goldeneye. If you didn't grow up playing Goldeneye, it's so hard to get into. It's it's interesting because um, you know when uh, my my wife. When my wife and I started dating, she had only ever really played, like, N64 Nintendo games, and she wanted to try try and get into, like, shooters and stuff, so we started playing Halo, and we started with Halo 4. And I, you know, 
whenever my friends and I get together, we still, like you were saying earlier, just go back and we do like a LAN party and we play Halo 1 mm-hmm. called the Great Equalizer. We set up team, you know, TVs in different rooms. We play That's awesome. that way. <laughs> and But she cannot stand anything before... And she has even trouble with reach just because you can't sprint. Like the movement option I don't isn't there. That. Like I, it's, it's, it's really it, is. It really is. It's, I, it's so obnoxious to try to aim. Mm-hmm. I, and that's not. That's honestly like an N sixty four thing. Is some of the games on N sixty four because of the way they made that controller just have like, worse <laughs> oh, that's controls. That was. It was like it looks. Like it's just this genius thing. You're like, look at this cool, and then like you gotta <laughs> use it. You gotta use it. And you're like, oh, I'm not an alien, so I can't use it. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I don't have three hands. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, where am I supposed and to put things? Something about Japan that I'm unaware of that they have like children with three ha- three arms. But, but was it was this like this for you guys? Did you guys have? Like, did the majority of your games use either the D-pad or, or the joystick? I because I think, because I mine, I like, how many... 90% of them were joysticks, so mm-hmm. I only ever held it, the two the two handles, like, like the close close together, not the far apart ones. Always the middle one and the right side. And it was always fine for me. I, n- I never even, I never grasped the whole concept that it was bizarre until I got older and I realized, oh, like, if you ever want to play a game where you can control the camera, that's kind of vital yeah. to be able to, yeah. like... Like, so, like, you go back and play DK64, and you're like, <laughs> where's the camera going? <laughs> I remember I had a friend, guy lived across the street, would play DK64, and he had this, like, 10-inch TV screen. So Beautiful. I remember him playing DK64, and we're, like, got microscopes out, and we're like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> Pixels Donkey Kong, all right! And it was, like, black and white. It was... I, and we were like... Classic. When we were so young, we were just like, we're playing Donkey Kong 64. We're Woo! Playing games. Uh-huh. Hey, still I will say, DK 64 have it. one of the best tracks of all time. Oh, heck yeah, dude. DK. I mean, it had great characters. It was a long game. They had a lot going on. If you actually play the game correctly, it's one of the longest games you'll ever play. <laughs> wow, that's, that's some salt right there. Yeah. Speaking of, if you watch the uh, the Splinter Cell, the, the first three, have some phenomenal um, no-kill, like, full silence yeah. Runs. They're hilarious because you're like, no, that guy saw you. No, that guy's dead. No, and it's just like at the Hitman Blood Money also has one of the best speed runs where it's like there's a glitch where some there's like a coin you can like throw a coin to distract people and it it breaks the entire game. So the guy's just like running around in full view of everyone and it's like that nah, nobody saw him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Skyrim. You know, yeah, you get your stealth up high enough, that, you can be standing in a fully is, lit room surrounded by people exactly. and you crouch and this you're is, gone. Th- those are my, one of the reasons I love speedruns is, is, especially in games that are like open-ended, is they, they're like, okay, how can we abuse this programming <laughs> and just like, this is not supposed to happen. And they got, they, so like the, the history of the Mario 64 speedrun is really interesting because it, Right in the in the normal game in Mario sixty four, you need seventy stars to be able to get to Bowser, the final Bowser, right? And so, so the first speed run is like, okay, you get the minimum number of stars. What's the best route to get the minimum number of stars in the in the shortest amount of time? And I get to Bowser. Then they found a glitch that lets you skip part, and that got it down to sixteen stars. And like, okay, you only need to get sixteen stars. And then they got it down to one star, and now they have it down to zero stars. <laughs> you can beat Mario 64 with zero stars, and it used to be TAS only, meaning only a computer could do it. And now people legitimately can beat Mario 64 in under 20 minutes with zero stars. <laughs> so I, I love speedruns. Speedruns are hilarious. Uh, and I'm, I had my friend, who's way into Ocarina, 
I showed him speedrun of Ocarina, and he had your exact opinion of the DK64. He's just sitting there like, no, no, no! Because at, at some point, no. they're in, like, the fire temple, and they, like, jump in the corner of the fire temple, and then they're in the Ganon fight. Yeah. And he's like, he's getting so mad. He's like, just how the force works! He's just, he's just so mad. how the force works. I just love it. So, trying to get back on track, moving on a little bit. Bummer. Um, what would you guys say is an obscure game, something that you guys have <laughs> played? You don't think anybody else has ever played, but you really I mean, enjoy. I think Greg opened with Pod. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got some other ones. All right. Here are some other ones. Let's see if I've heard of these. Um, so this has got to be real obscure, right? Like, like the whole point is to have a game that nobody else... That, that you probably have never heard anyone else talk about. That you're like, I'm the only one who's played this game. Did you guys ever play the computer game Jetpack? So the whole point. Oh, I've heard of it. It was like a little DOS game, right? Yeah, it's two dimensional, and you basically have like ten little gems to collect in this room full of things that are killing you. And once you collect them, the door opens, and you can get out. And you've just got a little little guy with a jetpack. Yeah, I'm familiar with that game. Okay, all right. Well, you're familiar. That was a big game way back in the day. We got this pack it was like 250 games like a disc yeah. and of course we were like really cheap people so my parents are like here you can't complain about games for 250 days or whatever and i'm like no like this doesn't count these are all demos and that was one of them and pretty much all the games were trash it was like scrabble and i'm like i can't even read things <laughs> this makes no sense fall out of my chair trying to look at all these letters uh, and for, for those of you who don't know our, our <laughs> beloved greg is dyslexic and I was also young, too, so, like, why would I even be into reading? Like, why? Like, use your brain. Um, but there was one game, Jetpack, and there was also a Santa version of the Jetpack where you're collecting gifts instead of gems. <laughs> and those two games, we played the heck out of. And I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's up there with some of the most obscure games I've really gotten. I mean, obviously, you've turned on games that you've never even known the name of. But sure, sure. as far as a game that I've gotten hooked on, that I'm like, yeah, nobody else knows what the heck that is. Okay. I, got, I got a couple. Well, Check's Quest, I think, was Yeah, was I mean, us. I could have used Check's Quest as well. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Um, so, two Hot Wheels games. One was just, like, you would race. And I... Jason, I think maybe you, you mentioned you played this one. I think so. Um, it was just, like... It was, like, tracks set up in people's houses. And you were this yeah. tiny car and driving around. <coughs> and the best thing we do would be to flip... If you went around backwards, you would go faster. I and there's one level where a cat would, like, paw you down. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a demo that was found in, like, a box of cereal, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's where so, I, got yeah I think that's what it was. Okay, but there's a GameCube game called Hot Wheels Velocity X that had was fully voiced, it had a storyline, <laughs> and it had four-player Hot Wheels it cars. Was, and, yeah, and you, you would play as the Hot Wheels cars, and you were... It, I don't remember. So were the Hot Wheels cars themselves, like characters, where they talk to each other? No, they're like they're like no, they're like you were a you were a human being. <laughs> so wait, you were a human being playing with no, Hot no, Wheels you were cars, human driving in a, in a Hot Wheels car. Like all the Hot Wheels cars are life size. Okay. And you're like driving around, and and I don't remember what the villain's plot was, but he kidnaps your dad, and you're like, it's totally those, rad, dude. You're like max, villains. you're like max velocity. That might have actually, you know what? I'm gonna look this up. Name. Your name might have actually been Max Velocity. Name. Velocity. Okay. Yeah, that sounds, and, uh, sounds about right. Uh, let me Google this. Uh, hot Wheels Velocity X. Uh, Hort Wheels Velocity X. Wonderful. But, like, you could play the school bus, and, and you could play all the... Ma- but, was his name Maximum Justice? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Maximum the story Justice. begins... When- <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read the... I'm just going to read the Wikipedia <laughs> article, um, so you guys understand uh, uh, exactly how happened. amazing this game was. It- I loved it, and I played the crap out of it, and the multiplayer was fun, too. The story begins when the Hot Wheels car business 
owned by Dr. Peter Justice, is robbed and bombed. The most vital <laughs> items that were stolen being some computer disks on the Formula Velocity X, a formula for erasing superfuel that allows cars to travel twice their normal speed, <laughs> because that's how fuel works. <laughs> And a prototype Hot Wheels car that runs on uranium and can turn invisible for short (laughs) moments of time. (laughs) Peter's 17-year-old son, Maxwell, Max Justice, (laughs) insists on his dad's robot, Gearhead, that he should try to track down whoever stole the cars and attempt to retrieve them all. He is confronted by various, in quotes, villains on his quest such as Conrad Nitroburn, Billy Bob Backroads Belcher, Fastlane for Scotty, Wait, these are the guys' names these or the cars' the names? names. <laughs> Simon Slick DeLuca and Rupert Jacoby, all of whom work for Otto Rupert Von... Rupert Jacoby. All of whom work for the villain, Otto Von Diesel. <laughs> Dr. Peter Justice's former associate on the Hot Wheels Engineering team is trying to get both the prototype car and... Oh my god, okay, I don't remember this part. All of whom work for Dr. Otto Von Diesel, Dr. Peter Justice's former former associate on the Hot Wheels engineering team who's trying to get both the prototype car and Velocity X (laughs) so he can go back in time and destroy the Justice family and thereby prevent any and all Hot Wheels cars from existing. (laughs) That went from 0 to 100 real quick, man. How how is this not a movie yet? (laughs) (laughs) So Don't let Disney get their hands on this. <laughs> oh my god. So it has like it has an adventure mode and there's fourteen missions and you get to pick your car uh-huh. and then you know they a lot of them culminate you fight all these guys. So there's like racing missions and there's like collective missions and then there are all these you you, you, you pick up and you run through little tokens that give you weapons uh-huh. and power ups that you can use. And I just remember the last boss was like impossible to beat. Like you'd hit him and it would do you know health. It's like, beep, beep, beep. I was like, so it Couldn't be the last boss. And then I figured out, so at the very last level, before you get to the last boss, it gives you this super weapon that you're supposed to use to destroy his time machine thing. And then you're supposed to pick up another weapon. But I was like, oh, you can just hold on to the super gun it gives you and you get points by doing tricks. So you literally just like going in this U-pipe doing tricks to get points to charge up your weapon. And it takes out like half his health in one shot. And it's so easy. So I found the, I don't know if that's the intended route, but that's what I did, and it worked really well. Huh. Uh, mixed yeah. reviews on all platforms. Yeah. <laughs> I think six out of ten, seven point four and a half out of ten, four point six. <laughs> These guys wouldn't know a good game if it slapped them in the face. <laughs> this game is fire, fully voiced. Whoa. Max Justice is my boy. I'm gonna Jason? find. I'm gonna I, find. I gotta find clips from all these bad games and put it yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> you can. Um, I think the most obscure game that I really got into was. Uh, there's a game called Phantom Crash. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Nope. Okay, so basically it was you built uh, mechs and then fought them in like this like kind of dystopian future where it's like a mech fighting, bunch of mech fighting groups. That's like what tournament. they did. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's what they did. the future where they fought mechs. And um, basically, I think the one of the weirdest things about it was like you were always earning money by winning the games you have to repair your mechs afterwards if you got to the point where you'd lost so many that you couldn't afford to do that you could actually rent a little mech that looked like a rejected like a rejected concept for a star wars droid <laughs> it's just like i think it went around on like three wheels it had like a little hammer on the side of it and it was just terrible was it the gong droid <laughs> nobody wanted this can opener droid it was absolutely terrible but it was the rental mech and but you could do all kinds of crazy stuff like you could uh 
make them invisible, like add lasers. All this. you could customize the mechs a lot for. Well, I think it was an original Xbox game, so it was pretty mm. interesting. But uh, my friend and I got, both got it, and we got really into it. You could play online against each other, or maybe that was original Xbox. So it probably wasn't online. It was probably you had hooked, it was original up Xbox. Your, uh, I just Xbox up. games, yeah. Uh, there was a mech game I used to play called Chrome Hounds that I still have. I have it. Chrome that sounds really Something familiar. Was, but but it, it was basically like so. A lot of mech combat is you know like Gundams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's pretty fast moving. And it's like you might as well have just been a person. Yeah, um, <laughs> Transformers. But, the, but the Chrome Hounds was like, no, you're building like a tank, uh-huh. and so you can build one that moves a little, maneuvers a little faster, but is weaker. But re- the, the, the 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 smart thing to do was to build this massive, heavy mech that had really long range weight missiles, and go up on top of a hill and just like rain the hellfire down on. It was really cool. Yeah, I remember really enjoying it, and then I went back and tried to play it, and I'm looking, and and there's no grass anywhere. It's just literally just. One dirt texture for miles. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. So let's see. Uh, I think the best way to close it out, we were talking about beforehand, just how do you guys think about video games? How do they fit into pop culture? Like, what is what do games kind of mean to you guys nowadays? I mean, back in the day, I always thought that video games, I only, so like, I'm the youngest of, of four, right? So like, I got three older siblings. Baby, and baby Greg, and that was just the start, right? We had cousins on one side, friends on the other side, cousins on the other side. You know, it was just like, and they all had you know big families, and so like video games, it was never like there was never even a time that I had to play a, a, like a single player video game. Mm-hmm. It was always just like, what video games are you going to get to be playing with people? Mm-hmm. And so as a kid, it was it was widely just a communal thing. Like that's why I enjoyed them. It wasn't just like, hey, I'm going to go sit in my room and play you know the Clone Wars you know GameCube game, which is a this, which is a pretty obscure terrible game that i got into um but the whole point was to be playing with other friends and i think now i mean at least for me when i like i've got into like fortnite is the most recent game i've gotten into now i haven't been playing call of duty a lot but the main reason i do it is because i can play with literally those same people that i grew up with playing you know those multiplayer nintendo games with um but now can do it with one in ohio one in california one down in miami and i'm here in north carolina and so I love that aspect of, of what video games are doing. I think specifically Fortnite has affected the culture in a way I've never seen a video game affect the culture. I mean... Yeah, it's been interesting. They've gotten see. rights to things like the NFL. Like, nobody has rights to the NFL. Like, you can't even say I'll Super see. Bowl in commercials. And Fortnite's flaunting every team logo out on all their on all their skins. Like, you can mm-hmm. just pick whatever team you want. They have, they have music artists releasing like live music on 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 the format you know like on the actual console you have celebrities playing games like like it it really just blew up the esports world tying into like every major movie that came out for a while yeah including rise of skywalker and and you is that that true yeah no seriously like that that when it was like palpatine sent out a message that was in Fortnite. Yeah, the message. Oh you could actually gosh. hear the message. That was after I stopped <laughs> like, playing Fortnite uh, and after I stopped liking Star Wars. So, <laughs> Baby Moses. I, but the, but the cool thing is, like, you even have, like, key Fortnite players, you know, Ninja, becoming a almost an A-list celebrity. I mean, he's in a Super yeah. Bowl commercial with every Hall of Fame football player ever to exist. And then there's Ninja. Weird. Uh-huh. A esports player. One of and these so, things is not like the other. And ones. and so it was really cool to see that culture effect, cultural effect that and Fortnite had that because every single kid under ten has dyed their hair because of Ninja. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and it was fun for me because I was super into Fortnite. I mean, I was playing all the time with friends, 
And I, I loved the game. I think it really took a horrible turn when the whole like black hole happened. And like, so the whole game ended for like four days and then it came back to life and it was terrible. Um, <laughs> it, it was really bad. Uh, and then just, we just gave it like, you know, it just, it just took several months for it to just die. Um, That's a great obscure game that I don't think anyone else has played. The Shrek 2 movie, the game. That was a great game. But as far as just like in general, what I think, I mean, like obviously we're probably a little too saturated with video games as a culture. Mm-hmm. But there could, be, there could be worse things because it, it is something that's stimulating. You know, they're puzzles yeah. and and they're they're problem solving things. And there've been a lot of studies that have shown positive effects from video games. Uh, I mean, I think that the most healthy way that they're used is to bring people together in way, like mm-hmm. communal ways and stuff. So I love seeing it influence the culture in that in that way. So I I think of video games in the art space in in terms of an interactive medium. So um, and and you know I I love films. I love books. I love video games for for different reasons. So movies, it, you know, I get to sit down and be treated with someone else's vision of what something looks like. In a book, you know, I use my imagination to see what it looks like. But what's unique about video games is uh, I'm the one that's directing the outcome in in, in a certain sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think video games have, and and there's a brilliant brilliant game called The Stanley Parable that really um, plays on this, and I. Yeah, I'm gonna have you guys play that at some point, and uh, oh, maybe I've, we should stream. I've played it. It's fine. It. We it's, should it's, definitely it's, do a stream of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what when we do the extra life thing, we should definitely. I, I have I have a lot of plans. We got to play duck game. We got to play. Okay, I don't want to get off track. <laughs> um, <clears throat> duck game is is just magnificent. So Stanley Parable is is it's a game about choices, and the choices you make change the story in a way that this would not work as like a Bandersnatch mirror black mirror thing this would not work as like an interactive dvd it's mm-hmm. almost like a choose your own adventure but but more so and then uh, you know a lot of games have enough openness that it's about like minecraft and uh you know all these construction games it's about the story that you create as you're building these things i, I just think that video games have so many it's such there's such like there's only one way to to to, to do a movie and that's you watch it right mm-hmm. There's only one way to, to, to do a book, and that's you read it. But video games, you have all sorts of... And, and I'm being a bit reductive here. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, there's lots of different genres of movies. There's lots of different genres of books. Right. There's lots of different yeah. tones and things like that. But video games, the way you interact with them changes from game to game at some level. Whereas the way you interact with a movie or a book doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. And so, Undertale, brilliant game that had a lot of really interesting meta things going on um i think about uh games that just had like a really good story uh spec ops the line had a phenomenal story that was like hey this is a normal shooter psych it's not now you feel horrible <laughs> um i think i think horror games so i've never really gotten into horror movies it just we should, I, we should do horror games sometime i just together. don't be fun. i just don't get horror movies <laughs> again i watch i watch i watch a youtube to recommend called dead meat um where he just like counts up all the kills and he's hilarious um james a Janice. But horror games, when I'm because I you know when I'm playing that game, then I'm in that situation of I'm hiding from the monster. I'm the one who's going to get eaten. I'm the one who's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have told the story, have to make but the decision. yeah. But but uh, Resident Evil Four was the first M-rated game I ever bought. But when I was sixteen, I was like, Best Buy didn't check Rebel, me. you rebel. Uh, yep, you know me, breaking the law. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> interestingly enough, the Best Buy would not let me buy Halo, even though they let me buy Resident Evil. They wouldn't let me buy Halo 1, so I went to the Walmart next door, and they let me buy Halo 1. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! We got uh, too. 
You are a small boy. Yeah. I am strong and wise. I know everything, and I am very proud oh. of me. Me and my brother. I was playing it. My brother was watching over there in that room. On that, that couch was gone, but facing that wall, like there was a couch. That, there used to be a TV on that wall, and we're playing it. And there's this part where you're underground, and there's like a couple of chainsaw guys. And so I was standing in the corner, and there's a chainsaw guy in a in a room with a window on a second level, and I'm sniping him in the head. And every time I snipe in the head, he's running around, and we're laughing. We're like, okay, when I finish this level, we're gonna go get Taco Bell. It's like midnight. And, you know, I'm, I'm zoomed into the scope of the, of the sniper rifle, and I'm shooting him in the head, and I'm shooting him in the head, and I'm shooting him in the head. We're, la we're literally sitting here laughing, because he'll get up, and be like, ah, run around in a circle, and then just stand there. And I'll shoot him in the head, and he'll fall down and get up and run around, ah, and then, <laughs> and then at some point, we're sitting there laughing, and then the camera just zooms out, and another chainsaw guy is standing here going, ah! and just chainsaws <laughs> my head off, and we literally flip the couch backwards. <laughs> and... And we look at each other like, okay, now let's go to get Taco Bell. And mm -hmm. and that's just one of my fondest video game memories. And and that's and great. We need to do scary games. Scary games. That would be I awesome. I love scary games. Yeah. Um. Because I, I again I think they I think I because you're interacting with the medium in a way that you don't. It's it's an active thing rather than a passive thing that a movie sure. is. I think the tension of the atmosphere if it's done well it gets. Did you ever play Dead Space? I did. I didn't finish the first one. But that one was decent, although it relied a little too much on jump scares. They gave me the third one for free at GameStop. That's not a horror game, though. <laughs> what is, is Dead it? Space Three? They they Dead Space got less scary as it went on. Dead Dang Space it. Three I is basically like free. a. It didn't do very well. Dead, I have Dead, Dead Spaces Space One and Two. If you want to try them, I know if you have Xbox. Um, what about you, Jason? I think. Well, it's kind of building off of what you guys were saying. I think. Um, games for one are just so broad like there's so many different things that you can do you talked yeah. about you know the building i mean there i play the games i play nowadays i play for completely different reasons yeah um a lot of them you know there's the community aspect of it um that's why i got really into super smash brothers same thing with halos like just playing a bunch of uh games with my friends kind of doing some button smashing just having a good time <laughs> and um but then there are games that i play entirely uh or Mostly for the story. I mean, there's good mm -hmm. gameplay involved yeah. too. The Batman Arkham series, oh, those are excellent story, excellent. really good gameplay. Through those. Um, Origins, not so much. Mm. Then developer. Yeah, the other one, um, Dishonored. I don't know if you, there, you guys have ever played the Dishonored games. Played um, I haven't played it. I know what it is though. Really fun, very open ended for how you get through every level. You can go through guns blazing, shoot them up, use your superpowers. You can get through it without using any powers. Um, I heard the I heard the complaint of that is that if you do kill anyone, then you don't get the best ending. Um, yeah, and that's uh, but that's one of the challenges. Like going back for the achievement, there's one where you're never there's an achievement for where you're never seen and you never kill anybody. And wow. playing trying to play through a game like that is just so much fun for me. That's awesome. Um, and on top of that, there's a really interesting story kind of woven through it, and a kind of a cool like steampunk universe that they set up for you. And I think that's the thing you can tell really interesting stories, and you're playing as the character. You know, you're making the decisions, kind of, especially in games like that where you're figuring out how you're going to go through. Are you going to be this like crazy, crazy assassin that goes through and takes everybody out, or are you going to mm -hmm. find a way to, you know? go through without killing even the major antagonists of the game and that's just a, something really unique to video games with that and i think the main thing uh the other main thing that i'd play for is like in playing online games is just community uh just yeah. going back uh like my 
uh, Cassandra and I, we play Destiny 2 all the time. And one mm-hmm. of the main reasons we do it is to um, hang out with my brother-in-law. We just get on, play the game for a little bit. Um, same thing with Rocket League. We get on and play with him, uh, so him and his game. wife. Just well, none of us are good at it, but we just <laughs> we have a good time, right, right. knocking a ball around. Yeah. Um, That's why I play League of Legends. Yeah. So, so I have a bunch of friends that I that I play League of Legends with. Yeah, that I would probably would not talk to otherwise. Mm. And they're all they're they are scattered. I mean, most of them I met at Georgia Tech. Two of them I have never met, mm-hmm. but they were they were part of the the people I started playing with. Part of their friend group, so when we started playing league, they started playing league, and we still we still play league together. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? Oh, there's so much I could talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, video games are really open ended. I think we did a good job, somewhat containing it. That was honestly like little. Trying, I, see, I'm my brain. I'm trying to go think of like other weird video games I played. Um, <laughs> you ever played Zumbinis? Zumbinis. Zumbinis was a it. was a basically a puzzle game where uh, all the Zumbinis get kicked off their island. By whoever took over, and so they have to like travel to the next land, and you got to solve all these puzzles, and you can only take twelve at a time, and they're they're procedurally generated. So mm-hmm. there's like there's hair and eyes, nose and shoes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. four char- four or five characteristics right. that are then there's like five of each different characteristic. So there's however many possible zumbinis, mm-hmm. and you can have two of each one, and so each puzzle is based on. So the first puzzle is there's a bridge. There's two bridges, right, and each bridge will not allow certain things to cross it. So you have to, like, figure out, okay, this bridge will only let Zumbinis that have spring feet across, and this bridge will let everything else across. And every single puzzle is a different form of figuring out what Zumbi- which Zumbinis need to go into which boxes, essentially. Uh-huh. But the, the second one is, it's like three trolls, and they all want pizza. And you got to figure out what topic do they want on their pizza. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's funny because like some of these old games, I still, me and my siblings will still quote to this day. Yeah. And and everyone else is just like, what else are you talking about? <laughs> so one is he's. You guys he's, quote some obscure stuff. Yeah. So so if when you get the pizza right, you know when you come up, it's the troll guy, and he just goes, "Make me a pizza." And then if he doesn't have enough stuff, he says, "More toppings, please," or "Come on, more stuff." <laughs> and then if you give him something he doesn't want, he says, "Something on that I don't like." And so, like these things are always saying, and then <laughs> it, when you when you finally get it right, when, when all the trolls finally have their pizzas, they all dance around and say, "Have a pizza party!" And then they devour the pizzas. And so, like we still say that. And then there's this great game that somehow uh, Gog has these old FMV adventure games uh, called the um, the uh, Journeyman Project. Hmm. There's three of them. And they're FMV, and what's hilarious is, so they, they have, it's FMV, right, so they're real people, and the person who's playing the main character in the first one is not the same person who's playing in the third one. They clearly changed actors. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, it is not the same person. It kind of looks like Tom Cruise in the third one. I'm not joking. I, I'll show you. It really looks like Tom Cruise. And I want to show you this Hot Boys Velocity X intro. Do you yeah. guys ever get into Sonic games? I played oh, yeah. Son- Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, so good. Oh, Sonic Adventure 2 so is the best, amazing. worst game I play. I, I mean, love that it's game. bad because, it, you know, it's got so many glitches and holes in it. But, mm-hmm. like, the chows in that game, like, like the fact that you can, like, raise your chow and, like, race it and all that stuff yeah. was, like, in my opinion, it was, like, revolutionary. That's, the fact that my, you can have a game sisters, that's the game. all they would do. They would yeah. just do well, the chows. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We had the Dreamcast uh, growing up, so we played Ooh, the, the original. Um, that was rough. 
We played the original Sonic Adventure, and then we played uh, Sonic Adventure. I, I played I, the Dreamcast. I don't game. remember was, was which one it was, but you had those one of the Dreamcast like weird features is you had these memory cards. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, had yeah, like yeah, yeah. an A B and a D pad on them, and you could take your Chow and basically have a virtual pet that you carried around right. with you, and um, you can go through like they would explore and everything, and every once in a while you just like bump into one of the Sonic characters, and it would do absolutely nothing, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, and I remember like, and Sonic, Sonic Heroes. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. But Sonic okay. Adventure, that that game was so varied because you had regular like the Sonic gameplay. You played as Knuckles, and, the tails, and, and then the... you had the robot where you're shooting everything. So and then Tails and Robotnik. Part of the main story also was when you would fish for a frog. Oh, that was terrible. That part, I, the big, I that those made me angry. The cat. Like, Why is this so stupid? But I, I loved Adventure Two Battle. Mm-hmm. How bad the voice acting is. I think you're the fake hedgehog around here. <laughs> and that's an adventure too. Oh yeah, uh, dude. I love it was really it. bad. Uh, I feel like even though the crystal hunts for... were the worst part. Yeah. Oh, I liked those. I thought that was a, that was a pretty. Unique... I would always get frustrated and like I I it's like why the blue 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 I'm like I don't know anything. I don't know what's in this level. Where the yeah. hell is this? The um the racing and that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. yeah. That first level, that first Sonic level. Is so much better than the rest of the game. City Escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like a banging soundtrack. Oh, the whole soundtrack to that whole entire thing is amazing. That song is the bomb. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go. Shadow the Hedgehog. Did you guys ever play? There was a Shadow the Hedgehog game. No game. I mean, it was that was the peak of the Sonic. It was like every Sonic since then. The peak of the Sonic being bad. Was when a human teenage no. girl kissed Sonic. No. That was the peak. And it wasn't fan fiction. It was canon. Sonic 2006. That's the peak of the badness. See, I don't know. I played Shadow the Hedgehog. I mean, it was amazing. You know, you had vehicles. You had guns. I don't know why Shadow needed vehicles <laughs> or guns. And he would just randomly curse for no reason. It was just this just really like awkward. I like how Shadow was like, game. running, nah, bro, I'm going to skate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he had like little he had, hover he had things. Wheelies. He had wheelies, and I'm and I'm like, what are those? That like, can't he just like lean forward like Metal Sonic and just like? Blah. Oh, dude, Metal Sonic's the best. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Um, and I I can't let us go through a whole video game podcast without bringing up one of my other favorite games, which is uh, Portal. Oh, Portal is fantastic. And uh, this was a triumph. That that game it might be the best game ever made as a standalone. Yeah, because it's like it's perfect. It's short, but it's like just as long as it needs to be, and every part of it is just magnificent. The puzzles are great. The the story is the Glados is hysterical, and, and it's got a great replay yeah, value. And it rewards you at the end with that song. Yeah, like, it's just it's brilliant. From now, Portal Two was great. I only know it was the a song. lot of fun. <laughs> I never you should play Portal. It's really short. It's so good. It's so 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 good. Yeah, and and the dialogue is just. Brilliant. The cake is a lie. Cake is a lie. Now it did spawn like one of the worst, most annoying memes. But damn, that game is amazing. Yeah. And except it wasn't because the ending it's just clearly a cake. You yeah. Just, well, you just weren't going to get that cake. Well, Spoiler the, alert. The lie was that the cake was a lie. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I feel like I just got Bill and Ted. <laughs> Whoa. Bro. All right. Oh uh, man, there's so yes. much more I want to talk about, but I don't have time. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. Do a Maybe we'll do a follow-up follow video game. Because, I mean, that would be like saying, hey, let's talk about movies. And <laughs> yeah. So, hey, so we, we, we can about, get some more exact. Let's talk about pop culture. Yeah. Just one podcast in an hour. Um, I think that's a good that's a good starting point yeah. for a conversation about video games. I think so. Um, why don't we start with what, what, what are you playing right now? 
if you are playing anything. Uh, I'm playing Call of Duty now, primarily for communal aspects. I'm which, not a huge fan of it. I'm, I'm playing Warzone, which is oh, just, okay. it's just the it's the free uh, battle royale. Yeah, I yeah, play yeah. with all my buddies, and I'm not amazing at it. We're, we're enjoying it. I, I mean, I, I'm solid at games. Dude, I'll come playing with you. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, it, I don't have anyone to play Apex it, with anymore. It's so. fun, you know, and I mainly just play it because that's what they're playing. Mm-hmm. We, Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I've heard it's not bad. Yeah, it's good. What have I been playing? I've been playing Age of Empires 2. I've been playing Dark Souls. Dark Souls with Abby. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's been fun, especially because it has the Souls dupe. So I, I, I'm taking this run to do all the things I would never do in a normal Dark Souls run, which I, I hate killing the NPCs because mm-hmm. that makes me feel like a dick. Except Latrek, because that guy is an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, I killed. I, I'm, I'm doing. All, I'm going to kill Gwendolyn. I'm going to kill Priscilla. I'm going to do all the kill all the bosses you don't have to kill, and that kind of if you kill them. You're kind of an ass. <laughs> they, they're just like, hey, can you just leave us alone? You're like, no, swords in the face, stab, 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 stab. I'm like, yeah, and I'm going to be king. Great game, though. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Blighttown sucks. And that part where the two silver archers are shooting at you might be the the rudest game design ever. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to progress in this game? <laughs> I can just see... Uh, Miyazaki sitting there just laughing every time. It's like, you know there's some things where it's like it'll automatically tweet when you do something? Mm-hmm. I feel like every time someone dies in Dark Souls, it automatically tweets Miyazaki so you can not make him laugh. <laughs> well, yeah, for me, I kind of already touched on it, but I'm playing through um, playing Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like two days away from its next season. We have no idea what's going to happen with it, but we've sunk a lot of money into that game so far. <laughs> so it better be good. So it's, but it's fun. We uh, we really enjoy playing it. And we, then we might have to do a, an episode on live service games. Yeah. And Cassandra and I are uh, both replaying through uh, Skyrim right now. It's such a fun game. Yeah. So she's I think almost all the way through. Like, I think she's done most of all the quests, because she's just played on one game save, mm-hmm. like, the whole time. Mm. And I, I'm i playing, I'm trying out different mods, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I just want to tell you guys, the, the best worst mod I ever installed in Skyrim. And then I have a, and then I have a quiz, and then we'll finish. Alright. Okay. And I might, I might cut this part out, because it, it might just be too lewd for radio. Mm-hmm. So I installed a bunch of, a bunch of uh, mods, mm-hmm. and then I was like... Why do all the NPCs look the same? Is there a way, is there a mod I can install that makes the NPCs look different? And There's so there was one. Yeah, and so there was one. And so I installed it. It was like, okay, you need to get this 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 skin mod, skin pack. And so I did. And it was like, here are the options for the skin pack. Da, 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 da. And I didn't realize it was a nude skin pack. Or it contained a nude skin pack. Okay? <laughs> so I'm playing this game. And, you know, I go and I rob someone. And I'm like... They're butt naked, and they, the best part about that is they just walk around and nobody cares. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's just like naked people just walking around. But I, and I tried to change it. I tried to reinstall it with the no nude part, and it didn't work. <laughs> so, like, okay. But okay, here, here's here's the part. Okay, here's the part that I was like ashamed. I was like, how I am the most immature human being on the planet right now, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Stealing all the women's clothes and being like, haha, thank you, women. No, here's what it was. And I don't know why they put this in the mod, but you can, like, in game, adjust penises. <laughs> like sizes? Like size and directness. <laughs> Wait, directness? So, like, no, you can, like, make oh, it flaccid to erect. Like, you can press a button and it'll go, Wait, is this the game or is this, this part is, of the this is mod? Part of the mod, the mod, but you can do it in the game. So, I well, stole a guard's sense. clothes, and this is like an angry guard in, in, in the mage place. 
so it's like snowy and gave him just the biggest boner <laughs> and he's just marching around patrolling the town with this massive erection and I couldn't stop laughing I'm like oh my god what is wrong with me why am I enjoying this why is this so fun why oh man no one should have this power who did who put the work in and animate this somebody programmed there's it. so many questions oh, but it all goes down to good lord I'm an 11 year old boy oh, man. I've never uh, grown up I, this is hysterical this is the funniest thing I've ever done in a video game it's just whip, 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 whip. <laughs> alright hit us with the quiz oh, okay alright welcome to the Quizler's Corner spelled with a Q <clears throat> now some of these uh, I just want you to guess I don't expect you to know the answer alright <clears throat> so welcome to the Quizler's Corner how many games has Mario been in and we're not going to do we're not going to do, uh, what is it? Price is Right rules. So you can go over. Just give me your best guess. How many games has Mario been in? Are you, are you Googling over there? No. <laughs> How many games has Mario been in? I was in? on my phone. Um, including the Mario games? Well, yeah. So this is just going to be a shot in the dark. Oh, man. In like in games that he's, you know, like like, like Smash Bros. That he's thing. in. Yeah. Oh, man. What did you say, DQ? 121. 121? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna go like two fifty. Two fifty? Ninety-five. Over two hundred. Oh wow. That, All right, that, Jason Daniels. Yeah. So, so if you go to the Wikipedia list, I, I tried to count them and I, I couldn't. And the best count I could get was more than two hundred. What is considered the first video game? Pong? You're close. It's very similar to Pong, but it actually came out over a decade before Pong did. Yeah, Pong would have been my answer. Is it? Oh, is it? Is it chess? No. Okay, so it was a game called Tennis for Two. Okay. It's essentially Pong. It's essentially Pong. It, it's a little different, but yeah, it essentially. And it came out in 1957. It was basically two dudes, like, or a dude messing around on a cathode ray tube thing. Okay. Name every main Pokemon game that you can. Main Pokemon game? What is that? That means the main one. So not like Pokemon Snap. Or Pokemon Stadium. What? Those are those are games. The mainline Pokemon games. Like like like, like the colored ones. Like yeah, where yeah, you've yeah. Got to catch oh, them. like the Game Boy ones. Yeah, like the Game Boy. Oh, and now okay. The Switch. Name the names of them or number. Name the names. And oh. and and if you want to give me gens, that's fine. Oh, okay. So Gen One, you had red, blue, yellow. Yep. Um, you also had in Jap- Japan. It was there's a green version. Yep. Uh, Gen Two, silver and gold. Uh, you know what the third one was for silver? Uh, for uh, yes, crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one with uh, the little little um, sweet sweet coon or whatever. Yep. And uh, then you had the next gen, which changed to the Game Boy Advance, and it was emerald, ruby, and sapphire. If I'm not, if I'm yep. not mistaken, they You're also correct. then released leaf green and fire red, yep. which are remastered essentially. Yep. Red and blue. Yep. Um, then you had uh, then they redid. Like Soul Silver and Heart Gold, they did do that. That actually came after the next gen. Oh, the next gen was white and white and black. There was a gen before, before that. Before. Uh, and it wasn't Ruby Sapphire Emerald. No. It was uh, Platinum and Diamond. And it's one more. Uh, so it was Diamond and this one, okay. and Platinum was the the combo one. Diamond and it's also a, a precious metal. Yeah, precious I figured. Um, pearl. Pearl. Yeah. Pearl. Okay. Diamond. Pearl. And then, uh, then it was 
black and white, X and Y. There's actually two black and whites, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, two black and whites, X and Y, and then Sword and Shield. You're missing... I'm missing Pikachu and Eevee. No, those don't... Well, okay, so those are re-releases of Pokemon Yellow. Um, you're missing one between X and Y, or technically two between X and Y and Sword and Shield. They were the the other ones that came out on 3DS. Oh. I don't know. No clue. Uh, Yellow games? It was... It was... Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh, okay. okay. Makes sense. Which were fun. They were really good. And they, they took away HMs, which was great. <laughs> what was the first video game system? And I don't expect any of you to get this. Is it NES, the original? It's not the NES. There were several that were in the US. Okay, so actually there was a whole bunch in the US before the NES. I want to say Atari, but I know that's not... not You're it. close. The Atari was was close to the first. It's actually that's what I, I don't know why I even said NES. That's what I was thinking in my head was the Atari it's in my brain. Actually, not the Atari. It's called, it was called the Magnavox Odyssey. Oh yeah. Oh Odyssey. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, what game? And I, I guarantee you've heard of this game. What game had the highest budget for a game? And I guarantee you've heard of this wildly popular game. It's obviously, Hot Wheels Velocity X. <laughs> Damn it! You got me. <laughs> um, was it The Witcher? Was it? No. Wildly popular single player game that later has an, added, added an online component. Halo? You're not, not in the wrong ballpark. Uh, uh, is it Gears of War? No. Which, by the way, greatest video game trailers of all time. Mm. Watch them. Dude, Dead Island had a legit Yeah, the backwards and it was a terrible game. bad game. <laughs> um, I don't know it. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. How many levels are there in the original Pac-Man? Was it 99? More than that. There was something significant about the number, right? Yep. Um, it wasn't 999. It was not. Okay, so... But it, once you beat the last... the last, Technically, it does not have a last level in that sense. But once you beat a certain number of levels, the game crashed. Right. It was huh. like... It's like Yeah, something about the number. I, I heard about this. I can't remember what it is. It's uh, 255. Okay. So when you went to the 256th level, it crashed the game because it was a, <laughs> it was an 8-bit processor, so it, it could not calculate that that. Um, and then the last one, here you go. This is for you, Greg. And again, okay, I want you guys to guess how many licensed wrestling games are there. Li- and I have both the, the total number and the number just from WWF WWE. What does licensed mean? Meaning they they have permission to use the the actual WWE WWF. People. So, or, or any major, any, there's like some I, Japanese I don't wrestling know. games. I mean, that was the yeah, only just, game I've ever owned. Yeah, that just, just guess. Just, this is, this is like the Mario one. Just guess the number. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and my, my best friend is a huge wrestling fan. He buys the games every year. And I'm just gonna say way too many. Yeah, the um, answer, no, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a, like, uh, I'm gonna go with, say like, I'm gonna say 250 again. Okay. I'm gonna say 85. Okay. 300. 300. All right. So the answer is there's 123 licensed, and 73 of those are WWF and WWE. <laughs> wow. So there are so many wrestling games. I, I knew there were a lot because I see, you know, the, there's like, oh, what's coming out? Another WWE game. Another WWE game. Okay. <clears throat> it was good talking to you guys today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here from the Daily Debated, I am Greg Prince. Nathaniel Levinson. And I'm Jason Daniel. Where can where can people find you, Greg? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Chapter One Films, or if you want to go online, you can find me at, at Chapter One Films uh, dot biz. That's O N E, not one. Not not the number not one. The number one. It's brought to, today's podcast is not brought to you by the number one. You can find me 
uh, at Holy Golem. You can also email the show, dearlydebated at gmail.com, or add, hit us up on Twitter, at dearlydebated, if there's a topic you want us to cover. Um, hey, we're open. I, I, have, I wrote down a bunch of show ideas, but hey, we're always open to more. Jason? And you can find me um, on most social media on under uh, at ComicsExile and at ComicsExile.com. Sweet. Until next time. Yeah. See you later. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.